Hey, it's Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check it out along with all of our other great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording today's episode on Tuesday, June 27th. And joining me is always my friend, the one and only Dr. Orfe Divangi. He's a PhD economist. Hey, Dr. O, we talk about what's in the news most of the time. And I think that that's important. I mean, we're not just chasing headlines. We're trying to get in front of them. We're trying to give people just some insight as to, you know, what, of course, what is in the news and what it means to them or what it, it could mean to them. And maybe how to, you know, just not necessarily personal finance decisions they could make based on what's going on. We're not financial advisors. I'm not even trying to be the next Dave Ramsey, and neither are you. We're not trying to do that. But we do like to talk about things that matter in personal economics. We probably don't do this as often as we would like because we've been chasing a lot of headlines. But I want to talk about compounding interest and not to pick on Starbucks because there are plenty of other places where you can get a cup of coffee. I'm not telling you not to go to Starbucks. I'm not telling you to go to Starbucks. You go get your coffee wherever you want to get your coffee. But that $4 coffee that you're buying every day on the way to work If you were to put that $4 into some kind of an investment and somehow, some way supplemented that coffee somewhere else inside of your personal spending, that $4 cup of coffee could be worth tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to you over the life of saving and investing. Exactly. I mean, look, you know, with compound interest, you're not just earning interest on your principal balance, right? So like, let's say, you know, I put in, I don't know, 700 bucks a year on coffee or, you know, 28 bucks a week or whatever, right? You're not just earning interest on the on the principal balance, whatever it is you've invested. Your interest is earning interest, right? Your interest is earning interest. You're making your money work for you. And again, I don't give financial advice. I'm just speaking fact. And the fact is that you're leaving money on the table when you are not investing. You're, you're, you got to be invested. And so when people say, I saw this really interesting post on LinkedIn yesterday. And by the way, that post went viral. I don't know, thousands of people shared it, liked it, whatever. The LinkedIn influencer basically said, hey, you know, no big deal. Don't sweat it. You know, your $3 a day coffee, iced latte, I think he was referring to, which three pounds, he wasn't talking pounds. But anyway, $4.85 is your iced latte at Starbucks. He's basically saying, look, like, you know, a year worth of that is not going to be, you know, it's going to be something like, I think it was 7,200 pounds, which is not enough to a down payment on a house is what he said. And I thought, man, first of all, you have all kinds of products out there, mortgage products out there. So you can put as low as 3% on a house these days. So yes, you could still get a down, you could still get a house for that kind of money. You also, I mean, you know, on the consumer level, you can go out for $79 and buy yourself a, you know, Keurig K cup. You don't have to wait online. Like, I mean, I think, I think what people are missing here is this concept of opportunity cost. It's, it's not just, right, the 7,200 bucks a year, whatever that it's costing you. It's everything else you're leaving on the table. You know, first, you know, there's that wait on the queue at Starbucks, which sometimes can be a little ridiculous, but it's also that. And if you're in the drive through, you're burning $4.50 a gallon gas waiting for your turn to, to come up. 
That's right. And then it's the and it's the, the the return that the return on those dollars that could have been invested, right? And I did a, I did the simple math. I mean, if you're spending 28 bucks a week on coffee at something like 7% return, it, it, right? Rate of return, including taxes and everything, that's, you know, the next 10 years, that's almost $15,000. Not, you know, whatever that number was, 7,200 bucks or whatever that, right? So it's $15,000, right? So you could, you could get 10 years worth of free coffee if you had invested those 28 bucks a week, you know? And, and so that's, that's the thing people are missing. Here's the thing. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's just, I like a deal. But I mean, you know, I shop for our family on Sunday mornings. My youngest daughter and I go, we make it an economic exercise, especially around common products. And, and I've got her looking at it, like, how much is that on a price per ounce basis? And like, okay, pick the best one, the best value, find the best value here. I bought coffee this weekend and coffee prices are high, a lot higher than they were, you know, three years ago. I would say in that segment, now the deal that I get $9.99 for a, like a, I don't know what you'd call it, like a tin of coffee. I used to be able to get it on sale for $4.99. Now it's, I'm getting it on sale for $9.99. So it's like literally price of my brand, free advertising for my friends at Hills Brothers. But my Hills Brothers coffee that I get in the tin, which is pretty good coffee, used to cost me half on sale of what it cost me on sale now. But I go through a, a tin of that coffee like once every two weeks. So my out-of-pocket coffee costs at home for not just me, but my wife and my mom who lives with us, she likes to drink coffee too. The three of us go through a tin of coffee in about a week and a half. And so let's just say that it's a stressful week and I'm drinking more coffee than I would normally be drinking. And it's a tin of coffee a week. It's a $10 a week habit versus a $30 a week habit. I mean, that alone is, is, is and, and again, it's folded into my overall grocery costs. I'm not going out. I'm not wasting time. I'm not exposing myself to additional sales tax because I'm paying for the service of having it handed to me and, and brewed by somebody else. It adds up. We don't give personal investment advice. What's the greater point you're trying to make here? The, the greater point is it's all about time invested. It's really, you know, it's all about investing and making sure really, I mean, really maybe point one should be think about the stuff you're leaving on the table, right? It, it, this concept of opportunity cost, right? And it's, 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 you know, make it really simple for, for most people's stuff. What are you leaving on the table? What are you leaving on? It count all the costs, right? It's not just the sticker price, you know, the $4.80 or whatever, you know, the, the, in the last, if you have been investing since 2019, say 2019, the stock market, the S and P 500 increased by 55%, 56% in that time period, maybe even more. That's including, that's including a big dip during COVID. That's including the slowdown in 2022, right? We saw the, you know, the S and P fall in 2022 quite a bit and large number of stocks or they weren't terrible last year. Right. So, I mean, just think about that. If you had just stayed invested all that time, how much money, right? Right. And, and how many, how many free cup of coffees could you afford? That example, I, I brought this up. I thought we should do the podcast because I think a lot of people don't think like that, sadly. And so they're staying on the sidelines and they're not benefiting. They're not reaping the benefits of this great country we live in, right? And this amazing economy. I mean, look at this economy, how resilient this economy is in light of, uh, in light of the challenges that, that we faced. Uh, we came out of COVID and, uh, and, and the economy just boomed 
and 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 it's doing great. And and now you're starting to see supply chain problems easing, and demand is robust. The consumer is so resilient. The U.S. economy is really, really something to behold. And uh, and it's sad that many, many people uh, are on the sidelines, not invested in reaping the benefits that that you know that are out there. Great thoughts as always. Fun to talk with you about things that are sort of a little bit in the weeds, maybe, or actually right in front of us that we don't necessarily see. For Fade Devangi, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com. dot